Welcome to the Decades of Strength podcast. Four women born in four different decades on a mission to help you eat right, get strong, and feel confident in your body. We have all struggled with our body image and confidence at some point, which is why we came together to create this podcast, to remind you that no matter how old you are, you can do this. All you need is support and us, your four empowered besties, to help you crush it on your health and fitness journey. Join us each week for an episode packed on not just what to do, but how to actually do it. We share the crap that no one else talks about because you deserve to succeed and we love keeping it real. Whether you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, or beyond, we got you covered. From four badass women to another, know that we love you, we appreciate you, and you deserve to feel good in your body. Now let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of the Decades of Strength podcast. On today's episode, I am your host, Sam Altieri, and I have my fabulous other three ladies with me, Marcy, Kim, and Sarah. What's up, girls? Hey. We got a we got a um a hype audience right now. I love this. <laughs> There's so much energy right now. <laughs> what's up with you guys? Let's do a little uh, round robin fill in. Fill in what's going on, something exciting happening in your life, whatever's new. Sarah, you go. You uh you will um, go first. Uh so I have officially booked my flights for September to New York to go and uh uh what's what's even the word i'm looking for <laughs> meet for the first time um a guy that i've now been dating for over four months online Woo! this will be the first time that we have met but i don't like to do things by halves so i'm going for a month I'm not, <laughs> not even. You're going for a month? Oh my God. Whoa. <laughs> Sarah, I'm coming to New York to see you then. <laughs> um, well, the thing is, at the minute, so I've booked the, I'll, book, I'll try and keep this brief. I've booked the flights, but obviously everything is changing day by day. As it stands right now, I can't actually get into the United States. So it's all going to depend what happens. If the flight needs, if the flights need changing, the flight, the flight needs changing. Um, but yeah, do you know what? In for a penny, in for a pound. Like, there's no point in going out for, for a week, especially not like, because travel is just going to be, I think, really different and probably quite stressful. So I'd rather just make it really, really worth my while. And there's nothing like really knowing whether somebody is absolutely right when you've been like dating for four, four and a half months and then you go and spend them. <laughs> Them. Oh, oh my gosh! Yeah, I'm gonna do video time. Are you gonna Are you gonna be like staying at his place the whole time? Yeah. Well, we might go like off to. I think he's, he said he's got like stuff planned. So I don't know whether we'll go upstate New York or or what will be. But yeah, essentially, um, yeah, this is what I do. I just go places and move in. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is epic. Um, yeah. You're gonna have to keep us updated on on the saga and unfolding of these events. Oh, I absolutely will. And I am free to talk about it now because I actually told my mum on Friday. I wasn't really talking about it because I was like, I can't really start speaking about it like on social media or on podcasts if I've not actually told my family because then they'll be like, uh, hold on. <laughs> so yeah, so that is my biggest piece of news. Right wow. Now. I feel like nothing else any of the rest of us can say is going to match that. That's incredible. <laughs> I don't believe it. I don't believe it. You ladies have always got fabulous stuff. So. I don't know. That's that's a good one. <laughs> Unless I just don't ask anyone else what they've been up to. <laughs> Please don't ask me. Can we skip right over me? <laughs> Seriously. Oh, no, even, now, now even more, Marcy. What's happening? Huh? 
Yeah, Mars, what's happening with you? Uh, good thing. Bad Literally thing. nothing. So, <laughs> same old that's, thing. That's cool. That's all like, I got. Same old. Yeah. What about yeah. you, Kim? Uh, I know what's up with Marcy. She's moonlighting as my therapist. <laughs> Marcy's True. been helping me multiple times this week with crazy stuff that comes up. She keeps so Saturday she helped me. Yesterday she was on my case telling me to go to bed. <laughs> so that's what Marcy's been doing is straightening up my life. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, just, I watch I watch Kim's stories and reply with like, "What's going on?" Or "You're not <laughs> well, you won't save yourself." <laughs> Uh, so what's going on in my life is I'm about to go from, you know, full house to all my people are leaving, which is crazy. My oldest is moving into his apartment in the city um, this weekend. Wow. Um, so school is starting the end of the month. And so the leases start the first of the month. And so we're moving him in. He's going to still be back and forth for a few weeks, um, but his stuff goes in. His roommates are coming this weekend. And then the next day, so that's Saturday. Then Sunday, my second son is moving to the beach for the rest of the summer to scoop ice cream at my friend's ice cream shop. So he'll be there. And then a week later, my daughter is joining him there and she's going to go scoop ice cream um, for some time. Oh my so, God. That's yeah. like a blast. Yeah, so going from full house because usually it's those people plus all their friends here. So <laughs> I'm assuming the friends aren't coming if they're not here. <laughs> oh, you might as well have kids in your basement still. Yeah. <laughs> and when do you start your kitchen renovation? Well, we are deep in design right now, which is crazy. We went to the cupboard designers on Saturday and I thought we were going to be there like an hour and a half, just a little bit, three and a half hours in. Finally, I was like, lady, you got to stop asking me questions. I know nothing anymore. <laughs> I was like, you have thoroughly confused me. Um, so now we're waiting to like get the next stages planning. So they did it 3D right there. She sat in front of a computer with my measurements of my kitchen and we would say things and we could see on the TV screen, like her moving things in and out of our kitchen. It was really cool. Um, so construction should start September. It all relies on us making a crap ton of decisions first. So, <laughs> wow. We'll That's we'll a cool. Oh my gosh. That, yeah. You're going to have to totally keep us posted on that too and share all the pics. That's yeah. so fun. Ah. Yeah. I'm okay. Oh That's cool. Sam, how about you? What's new with you? Um, what is new with me? Let's see. I'm going to be moving. Um, which is exciting. I think I've, we've, I've talked about it briefly on the podcast. So that's starting, we get our keys tonight actually, which is great. So yeah, we're going to get our keys and then jump into the saltwater pool because it's so hot here. Um, and then start moving stuff in starting tomorrow. So we're going to do like a slow move in, but we've just been like packing for the past week and it's, we have a lot more stuff than we think. Like, I'm like, I don't have that many things and I don't, but I actually have way more than I think I do. And I'm like, it's so good moving um, and then moving again because it really helps you like shed layers and like get rid of stuff and like just actually see how much stuff you really do have. So I'm excited for that. It feels really nice to just like let go of things that I'm like, I, I told myself I was going to wear that and I never did and I'm still not going to. <laughs> like there's never <laughs> going to be a time if I'm not doing it now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I feel That's like great. I could totally be a minimalist. I'm considering it. Okay. Not like full on minimalist, but fairly min minimal. What would that include for you, Marcy? Just getting rid of like everything that I never use. Because I do what Sam just said. Oh, maybe I'll wear that again. Oh, so and so bought that for me. I feel guilty getting rid of it. But just feel like it takes up so much energetic space in your life. And then 
You know, when I am overwhelmed and just like stressed out, if if there's a bunch of shit around me, which there is right now in this office, it just adds to it. But whenever I get rid of stuff, it's like this immediate release and I feel so much lighter. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I've been experiencing the past week. Like donating clothes and like a rule I have for myself is like, if I haven't worn it in the past six months, just get rid of it. I can always buy the same thing again if I need it. And I think like, I used to be like, well, but what if I need this for something? It's like, if I need something for that thing, I can just buy it then. And I don't need to like hold on to the thing now and wait for the event to show up. And just in case. Yeah. Just in case. And it's like, have you ever needed the thing? I never yeah. have. I've never yeah. once been like, God, I really wish I didn't get rid of that. Yeah, <laughs> it literally doesn't happen. It's so funny the things we tell ourselves. So, and real quick, Sam, we talked about it the other day, and I was actually talking about it with a friend of mine who I was on a walk with yesterday. Is like getting resourceful with, oh, how can I make some extra money and sell that shit? You know. Yeah. Yeah, I've made so much money in the past few months from selling my stuff. It's wonderful. And it's like, it's, great. it's an inc- it's another income source. <laughs> yeah. I paid for half of my boobs by selling stuff on eBay. <laughs> I love that. You need to share that story more, dude. That's amazing. <laughs> you should have a t-shirt that says that. <laughs> half of these came from eBay. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, well, Let's dig into today's episode. Um, today is all about uh, the process and patience and maybe letting go of some expectations that we have as we venture down our journeys of health and wellness and healing and all of these things. Um, and a, and an, a common thing that comes up for a lot of my clients and probably a lot of yours is being frustrated about not being there yet or like not having the body yet or reaching their goal yet and just like wanting it just like wanting the thing like right now um and how to shift to this place of focusing on the journey and the process and um not being so super obsessed with the outcome um and i know that there's like so many cliche things around like just focus on the journey like don't think about the outcome. And while there's truth to that, after saying it a million times, it kind of loses its meaning. Um, so I wanted to know from you guys, we can kind of just go around in a circle. Um, have you had experience with this in your own life to start? Um, like where has the, the impatience or frustration or um, just annoyance with how long something is taking, where does that show up in your current life? Um, we can just maybe share a little bit and then we can talk about how it shows up for our clients and, and then give some strategies around how to, how to reframe this. Uh, so Kim, why don't we start with you? Where do you f- feel it showing up? So interestingly, there's not a lot of stuff that I feel like we talk about that I'm like, ooh, I feel like I got this one down. This I feel like at almost 50 years old, I feel like I've arrived with this one. And it's only in recent years that I feel okay with things just taking a really long time. And because it's happened so often that when I arrive, okay, I'm using air quotes, that I'm still thinking like, this is, this is what I was waiting for. <laughs> like all of this, like this. And then I'm, and I'm always like, okay, so what's next? And so I'm finally at a peaceful point in my life of the thing I want next, whether it's with my business or my fitness or my strength, 
it's going to come eventually. And I need to find a way right now to focus on what's going to make me happy today because there is no thing that I'm going to accomplish that's going to bring me happiness. It's not coming. It's, there's no thing I'm going to accomplish that's going to make me happy. And it's taken me 50 friggin' years to figure that out. Mm-hmm. Can you guys relate? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I totally can. I had a, I actually, um, I had a very parallel experience where I had like a bunch of goals on my whiteboard. Kurt and I have like a whiteboard and one has his side and one is mine. And he had like a few goals on his and I had like 12 or something ridiculous. And um, I was like stressing myself out. This is a few months ago. And he's like, why don't you just erase all your goals? Like, isn't the whole point of your goals like you're like because it's gonna like bring you more happiness and freedom and blah blah blah. And he's like why don't you just try to be happy now and I was like oh shit like he served me a dose of my own my own message and it was like mm-hmm. in that moment it was that's good a, yeah it was such a humbling thing like oh yeah like why am I doing all this and like at the end of the day it was this moment of oh this is actually just for fun for me I I'm now at the place where I am really happy with where I'm at and I'm like proud of myself, but like anything I want to do is like bonus and fun. Um, but it took me, you know, up until now to, to really come to that, like, aha of, Oh, so like making more money doesn't make you happy. Having the body doesn't make you happy. Having all of the things external to you doesn't make you happy. It just creates more problems, right? Mm -hmm. Like more money, more problems, (laughs) a better body, more problems. (laughs) Or the desire that you're still not there and you should keep wanting more. Right. And so, And that was the thing. It was always, I always wanted more. Like I lost the weight and I wanted to lose more weight. And then I lost that weight and I'm like, I want abs. And then I want to see my biceps. Like it was always like one more thing, always one more thing. And when I finally realized it's like, none of this, there's not going to be any moment in time where I'm like, now I did it. I'm perfectly happy. It was going to be about me choosing like today I'm going to do stuff that makes me happy. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's like, as soon as you get there, you're already going to be desiring for more because you have grown from that place in which you set your original goal, right? So like when you lose the 10 pounds, you're like, mm-hmm. oh, I'll lose a few more. Or when, like you said, you know, when I get my bicep striation, I'm going to want some abs. And it just, it's a never ending hole unless you address it and acknowledge like good enough is good enough, you know, like, all right, I'm good. Um, so Marcy, let's, let's go to you. Uh, where do you feel that this shows up for you in your life? Yeah, for sure. And I'm actually the one who brought this topic up because it has been resonating with me recently. And like, I've had some success in like an area of my life that has taken me a long time to get to this place. And I was actually talking to my business coach about it. And I was like, this feels really great. But you know, you kind of have this high literally for maybe the, the rest of the day. And then you immediately come back down to what I call baseline. And like you were saying, Sam, it's kind of like, oh, like this is what I have been waiting for. <laughs> like, this is the feeling. And it, it does feel good. I'm not discounting that it doesn't, but it just does not feel as good as you think it's going to be. And what you were saying as well, like, I'm really happy right now. Like I have just a lot of good things in my life. Like life feels like it's kind of flowing and I don't want to say like peaceful necessarily, especially with what we're still going through in our world. Like there are definite feelings of heaviness, but I just feel more at ease with where my life is going and more like trusting of the process and the outcome and all that. Um, But at the same time, 
yeah, I was just like, oh, I thought that this was going to feel different and it really didn't. So, but what I was telling her was it was all those things along the way that I had to do in order to get here that made me proud. So every time I showed up for myself, every time I kept those promises, every time I did the hard thing that I really didn't want to do, that's where I was kind of like riding that high for a longer period of time rather than just getting the thing. And now it's like, like you said, okay, now what? And now I need even more. And it's interesting because, you know, you also said like more money, more problems. And that is definitely true. (laughs) So sometimes get what you want and it actually adds stress to your life. So think about that more so maybe in like the business capacity. Um, But even with your physique. So I had a call with my coach Vince yesterday and I had gone through a fat loss phase that started this time last year. It was about six months. It was very intense. It almost felt like a competition prep, like how hard he pushed me and how lean I was actually able to get, which was kind of our intention. Like, let's just see what I can do. And because I had like the discipline and the, the capacity for it at the time. And, and now he's saying, like, I've been reverse dieting. I've gained some weight. Like I'm definitely not as lean, but he told me yesterday, he's like, okay, well, we're going to have to keep gaining weight. We're going to have to keep increasing your calories. And I was kind of like, uh, but I'm comfortable here. Like I'm in a good place. And he's like, nope, nope. Can't stay here. So yeah, it's like here, I got to this point where I wanted to be. And of course, you know, now I want more muscle and all that, but now I have to like do the work to, to get to the next spot. And, and yeah, that can kind of feel overwhelming, you know? Yeah. I think you touched upon something uh, that's so, so valuable, which is like when we get it, it's like what I like to coin it like a destination addiction. Like when we get so addicted to the idea that like future, the future is where our success lies or where our happiness lies. Right. And it's like every moment is just like a little ticket to go to the future. Like you're, you're always on the go, always on the thing, like doing, going, 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 doing, 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 like you always have to get somewhere before you can relax or like before you can have the thing. Um, but you never get there. Like you never, you're never happy. And that's like that permanent state of dissatisfaction is like you are, you're deferring your own happiness by thinking that when you get the thing, you'll have, you'll have the happiness. When in fact, the actual secret to happiness is choosing to be happy literally right now, no matter what body you're in, no matter what your finances look like, no matter what. And then that will attract more of that good thing. And like being so grateful for the body you do have, being so grateful for all the money in your bank account. Because like if you can't be grateful for what you do have, why the hell would you ever be given more to be grateful for? Right? Mm -hmm. It's like, it's whether it's progress in your body or progress in your bank account or progress in your health or your business or work, like it, it's so often that we are chasing external stuff. And I, I speak to this so passionately because I lived the first like 20, probably seven, eight years of my life in that perpetual state of this is it really, Mm -hmm. this is it. Like this is all life is. And it was almost like a very depressing, like dark space to be in. I don't know if you guys can like relate to that, um, where there's definitely some serious moments of like, am I depressed? Like, is there something wrong with me that I feel this way that like, this is it quote unquote, you know? 
I think any successful person is going to say the same thing. You know, it's not the success that it's not the money, the success, the fame that made them feel that way. It was, yeah, like choosing to find joy and happiness in the present moment. I mean, let's look at all, I hate to be morbid here, but let's look at all the people who have, you know, created a really great life for themselves, or they do have that success and fame and they're still miserable. And <laughs> And I would say that I know a lot of people who on the outside, it looks like they have everything and are some of the most unhappy people. And the ones who are, who just live a more simple life are the ones who are truly content. It's so true. Yeah. Sarah, yeah. what about you? Um, first of all, I resonate, relate to all of that. Um, and it has definitely taken me to get to my 40s to... Um, be able to actually appreciate that, again, nothing external is going to bring me anything I want. I think the years I just felt, the word I always use it, I felt constantly dissatisfied. It was like I was just constantly climb, like clambering at this mountain, trying to reach that thing that I thought was going to bring me these, you know, make me feel enough, make me feel like a valuable human being, it was going to get me the you know, the relationship, you know, make my career and my, you know, my business, like, take off, constantly just <clears throat> looking for it. And honestly, I can look back over the years and I'm like, wow, I really missed out on a lot by not just living in each day and really freaking appreciating what I had going on right then. And actually, if I'd done that, I would have been able to get to the position that I'm in right now a lot sooner. And it has kind of taken me, <clears throat> you know, I'd say definitely up until kind of maybe last year to be able to just say, do you know what? I actually don't need to make any more changes to my physique. I just want to focus on my health and feeling good. And because I was very much in, you know, the weights was all about kind of um making the changes to my body that's what I was constantly like striving for and thinking that was going to be the thing that was going to bring me everything that I wanted and I mean that led me down some you know crazy overtraining over exercising rabbit holes um and you know issues with food and everything um and it's just kind of crazy now to be sitting in a completely different um, feeling about myself and just being like, yeah, do you know what? I actually feel, I feel like Kim said, I feel like I've kind of arrived and now I can get up each day and I can just, you know, focus on the process of what I'm doing right now and what, what each day is going to bring. And like we've kind of all touched on, it's, it's the process is the thing that helps you grow. It's the process that helps you evolve and actually feel differently. It's not the actual outcome that is going to make you feel differently. It's what you learn along the way that is going to bring you what you actually want. But if you're so focused on getting there, then, you know, you, you may not ever get there for starters, but then you miss out on actually appreciating and taking the lessons that are actually there for you to learn day by day mm -hmm. um, yeah it's not easy Jesus like you know so we're, we're you know we can all sit here now and think back to when we were in that and just know that it feels like as Sam said it can feel like a very dark 
a very dark place and it's like oh how the hell do I get out of this I don't even know where to start yeah yeah I think that's a good maybe like a good segue to even just talk about like how we started to get out of that space Mm -hmm. um I know for for my personal experience there was um I was doing a lot of like soul searching like this is it was probably a more recent uh aha for me um maybe even like six months to a year ago where I was in that like perpetual state of frustration and overwhelm um and I started listening to Abraham Hicks and I highly recommend um you guys listening like go check her out she's really incredible she talks about the law of attraction and um how you bring great things into your life and what have you but she touched upon uh one of the episodes that I listened to of her podcast was called what's the rush and it was a really, really short episode. It was like four minutes long. And I listened to this episode. I remember exactly where I was. I was like sitting in my bed. I was in like, I had just like overslept my alarm. I was so mad at myself, like all of these things. And I listened to this episode and then I was like, I need to listen to that again. That was insane. Like it just blew my mind. And I think I listened to it like three or four times. And basically she was like, ask yourself what the rush is what is the rush? And when I really got down to it, it was like the only rush that I had was the rush to have the result so that I wouldn't have to prove myself anymore. Mm -hmm. And I was like, if I just stop trying to prove myself, there's no rush. Like, because if I want to lose five pounds, like my life depends on it, I'm going to feel really urgent to like get there ASAP so that like people will think I'm pretty and like good enough and fit and blah. But if I just think all those things right now about myself, then like that five pound lighter Sam is just going to be bonus. And like, no one's going to fucking even notice anyways. And it was this real big, like, oh my God, I've been living my entire life in fear of judgment of others or like to fit in, like to be able to fit in or to, to feel good enough in my body when I could just do that right now. I could just practice being confident in my current body. And if I lose five pounds, cool. I weigh five pounds less. And maybe I fit into my clothes better and like all of the things that accompany it. But like weighing five pounds less doesn't make me a better person. It doesn't make me more worthy or valuable or more enough. Um, and so asking myself that question, what's the rush? I, I mean, I get my, my clients to answer that question as well because they're often in the same place. So I just want to get there. I just want to lose weight so I can be happy. Mm-hmm. and like yeah. I did that I tried that I lost 30 pounds and I was just a, a smaller unhappy version of myself <laughs> so asking myself like what is the rush and and getting curious around the urgency was I think my personal first step and seeing that oh it's just pressure I've put on myself to look a certain way or be a certain way um out of like fear of judgment for sure um so I'd be curious to know, can you guys relate to that? Or what, what did your, maybe one of your first steps start to look like in order to shift from your past destination addiction to your current happiness now phase? Yeah, I, I relate to that a lot. Um, the part you said about proving yourself, that's exactly what it is for me. That's, that's what has always been for me. Like I always felt the need to prove myself, whether it was with how I looked or how I was parenting or how I was as a business person, like I always felt like I need to do better. I need to show everybody that I'm good enough at all of this stuff. And I, there was no moment for me that I was like, oh, okay, I, I'm, I'm past that. 
Um, for me, it was just enough experience of like, no matter what it was, there was always still this feeling of needing to prove myself. Um, I think I just got tired of that and realizing I was never going to be able to prove to anybody that I was good enough. And frankly, nobody was, nobody was sitting around waiting for me to prove that. Like <laughs> I had this really imaginary audience, right? Nobody, <laughs> were, nobody was even looking for it. Right. And it was really gradual. I will say if, as far as like, if you're looking for like people are listening, they want some concrete kind of step. I will say one important thing, um, Sam, I love that question. Like, what's the rush? And oftentimes the rush is you just want to stop doing the painful thing you're having to go through to get to the destination. And so a good step is to like, look at the process you're going to get to whatever it is. So if it's fat loss, if what you're doing is so friggin' annoying and painful and you hate it, that's the problem. Like start making the process more pleasant so that you don't have to rush through it to just get it over with already. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a great point. Uh, Kim, it's like, you can think of it two ways. Like you can get there fast. It's just going to be really fucking hard and miserable. You can do that. Right. Like you, you can, uh, but just know that it's going to suck. And so have the expectation to like really have to like tooth and nail grit down your fingers on the pavement and it's going to suck or have it take longer and have it be way more enjoyable and have your quality of life. So you can choose either one. I've done both versions of that in some variation. I'm sure we all have. Um, And now I'm just like, it's not worth it. It's not worth taking my daily life and having it suck. It's just not. I don't care if it takes me three years to lose the last five pounds. I don't care. Like, I literally don't care. Uh, I would rather have my current happiness now than be in a perpetual state of dissatisfaction and frustration and like, ah, I can't do this. (laughs) And do you think that also, like, when you do that as well, not only do you feel, like, more stressed and uh, you can feel crappier a lot of the time, you bypass a lot of really important lessons. So when you actually get to the end, you're then like, oh, shit, I actually am a bit confused about what to do now because I kind of just skipped through a lot of stuff and didn't embed, like, habits and daily practices and rituals and all of that kind of stuff, the stuff that actually keeps you maintaining, you know, your achievement longer term. Um, and I think that can be another like downside to rushing it aside from feeling crappy. Yeah. That's what I did the first time that I mm. lost weight. Like I lost it all and I did it. And I remember, I actually had this moment, this memory last night. Like I was in my bed. I remember every single night I was doing like Kayla, it's seen as his BBG, like bikini oh, yeah. workouts, right? And like <laughs> 90X and like fucking killing myself with jump squats and <laughs> And eating like, oh God, I think I was probably actually eating like 1600 calories, which was a good amount of food, but I was also exercising. I was cycling 15 miles a day and lifting six days a week. So like that's, that wasn't enough food for me. And I just remember being absolutely ravenous, but thinking like, this is what I have to endure and I just have to get through it and I just have to get through it. And then I got there. And it was great for like 10 minutes. And then I was like, I want to fucking eat everything <laughs> around me. And I basically gave myself an eating disorder, right? So like rushing has um, a really nice immediate satisfaction appeal, but it often creates a lot of chaos in your life uh, that may take you years to undo, which now I'm doing. <laughs> so to your point, Sarah, you, you miss a lot of the lessons. I didn't even have the habits to maintain my weight loss. Like I just was like, all right, I'm just going to eat as little as possible and exercise as much as possible and not give a shit about mindset. And then I did it 
And then look where, you know, like it got me to a place. And then I was like, okay, now I have to relearn and redo everything because I just gained weight from binge eating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> uh, Marcy, uh, can, can you relate at all or tell us about your experience? <laughs> oh, yeah, I can relate 100%. I think interesting because like I've always been a very like driven, you know, type A, go, go, go person. Very similar to what Kim said, always trying to prove myself, not thinking that I was enough if I wasn't achieving something like with my business or my body, you know, if I didn't look a certain way, I wasn't enough. And I think some of that was rooted in, you know, not so much other people telling me that I wasn't, there was only one person in my life. And it's funny, you know, the whole or negativity bias where all these other people can think that you're wonderful. And but the one person who says something and who doesn't think you're wonderful, like you focus on that. Mm-hmm. So my uncle used to always make comments about, you know, me being a trainer, like, oh, so you're really going to do that the rest of your life? Or so when are you going to get a real job? You know, you can't really make money or you can't really make a living doing that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and now that I, now that I've done all the inner work on myself, one, I can just let those comments roll off of me and he doesn't really say them anymore either but I can see that as a reflection of him, not really of me. But I took that and was just like always having to prove myself, always needing to do the next thing because I thought that what I was doing wasn't enough. And yes, I was absolutely miserable working seven days a week, you know, just running myself totally ragged. And it affected not only the way that I felt my own energy, but it affected the people around me because I was just always in a bad mood. I didn't have the energy to, to give to them. Um, you know, I used the word capacity a little bit ago and it's like, I was doing everything for other people. And I, oh, I wasn't giving back to myself, but then I also wasn't, I wasn't able to have the energy left over to give to the people who like really meant the most in my life. So I've had to learn that lesson many times over. I had to learn it again recently. And now I feel like I'm finally on the other side. You know, the only way out is through. And it's so interesting because, you know, I do this manifestation work, which we've talked about a little bit on the podcast and really releasing that sense of urgency, believing that it is going to happen, which I think is the first step is like believing that it will. And then you can let go of the attachment to the outcome and the timeline. So now I'm able to just not say like, I'm not working hard. I am, but I just don't feel so stressed out about it. And it's amazing that once I kind of released that, like so much more good stuff has been coming my way, you know, and I am, I am happier. I am more peaceful and at ease. And just like, you know what, I'm going to enjoy this and I'm going to serve the people who are here in, you know, right in front of me and do the best I can. And the more that I can do that, the more good I will attract. Yeah. That's so beautiful. No. It, it truth, no. <laughs> truthfully is like attraction, right? Like law of attraction. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, yeah. so freak about it. Like when you're grateful, you'll be given more to be grateful for. Like when you're happy, you'll be given more to be happy about. And when I was in the like dark place, like it just gets darker. And when you're in a good place, it just gets better. And so like, you can see that showing up in like every area of your life. I'm sure like 
for you guys listening, maybe it's with your food, right? Like when you do something good, you want to follow it up with a good action. Like when you get a workout in, you want to follow it up with a, like a great meal. When you have an off meal, you don't want to work out or do anything except sit on the couch and like say, fuck it. And so like the, there's momentum in either way that you go. And if you know, like Marcy was talking about the negativity bias, our brain has a tendency to always just seek out the negative. If you know that about yourself, then you can take that preventative action to be like, okay, I woke up feeling kind of shitty today, but what is something I can be happy about? Like, what can I be happy about today? And that's a really awesome question to start your day off with. Like, if it's not gratitude, like, what can I be happy about today? Right? Like, oh, well, you probably have a phone in front of you, which means you have Wi-Fi, which means you have a home. Like, these things that we just take for granted that are so huge until you don't have them. You know, like, we are so fucking lucky. <laughs> and to be chasing these things, I know for me, I had a very humbling moment of like, wow, I have been chasing the body that I wanted for so long and I didn't even like look around to acknowledge all that I did have and like all that my body has gotten me through or that all that my body can do. And it was kind of like a, I felt really bad about it. Like I had been treating, treating myself so poorly. Like I hadn't said thank you, you know, like, oh, hey, I have all my limbs and I have a brain and I can, I have eyesight and I have my sense of smell I missed Corona, right? Like I haven't, I hadn't got, I haven't gotten COVID yet if I'm going to get it right. Like I don't have the flu. I, it's like, there's so many things that we can be grateful for. We could sit on here and do like a three hour podcast and we would, we would be able to do 80 episodes following. Um, and it really just makes you think like, wow, I've been like chasing this like thing, but like all along the answer is, is right in front of you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and smell the roses every day mm-hmm. I think that's the saying if not yeah. just and is the thing is the thing really the thing mm-hmm. so is the thing that you want even what you think you want yeah you know and for me I'm kind of realizing that oh maybe it's not <laughs> yeah. yeah and not not to say like oh it's not but going back to what we were saying earlier yeah this is great but it still isn't as satisfying as I thought it would be but and you know, I put up a post recently about like what you can add to your life to help with fat loss because so many times it's like, what can we take away? What foods can we take away? What fun can we take away? I guess you can add, you know, like lots of exercise and supplements and things like that. But what pleasure, what joy, what you know, connection can you add so that you are happy in the moment, you are enjoying the process. And then subsequently, you know, you're not thinking about food all the time to deal with your emotions, <laughs> but, but it, it can be said for any goal that you're trying to reach. You know, you have to, you can't just be about the thing. You can't be so laser focused that you're missing out on everything else that's around you. Like going back to our uh, episode from a couple of weeks ago with presence, you know, if you're so focused on the thing, then you're going to miss out on, yeah, the joy of the present moment. Yeah. Yeah. I like, like, to, to your point really quickly, like, an analogy that really helped me was, like, when I would go for walks, like, my my past intention with walking was, oh, I gotta, like, burn calories, like, I gotta get my meat up, I gotta move, get my, my body moving, right? So much so that, like, I was so focused on my step count that I didn't actually, like, look at the flowers I was walking by, 
right? And like, I didn't let myself daydream because that wasn't productive. And what I found is that it's, it may not necessarily be a matter of like, what can I add in? Although that is a great strategy and I use it too, but also like, how can I just savor the experiences that I am having more? Like whether it's the meal you're eating or the walk you're going on, it's like, it's not like you have to just start being like, I got to play tennis and play the piano and do these things and like start coloring and like add puzzles. Like that's great. And you can do those, but how can you just start being more happy in the things you're already doing so that for the person that's so exhausted at the end of the day, they don't have like the mental energy to add a skill into their life. They can just make the thing they're doing more enjoyable by maybe doing less of it or extending the deadline or asking for help or, you know, like making it not so hard. Yeah. Well, like, let's talk really quickly about our clients and how we support them with that. Because most of my clients do weigh themselves on a daily basis. It's part of my coaching process. Um, I know not all of us do that. And I'm tempted to like take that away because people, I mean, some people love it and they, they can attach from the, they can attach the emotional reaction from the data but there are some that really, really struggle with it. And I get text messages all the time. Like, Oh, the weight's up a pound today. You know, when it was down two pounds yesterday and I was having a conversation with a client uh, maybe like a month ago. And, and this is all like a very new process for her, but there was so such a sense of urgency around losing the weight and getting, you know, breaking past a certain number. And I was like, you've got to just chill the fuck out because the more urgency you have around this, like the more stress you are putting on your body and the tighter it is going to try to hang on, right? So one of the analogies that I like, and it can uh, be related to, I'm really receiving anything in your life. Like if you are clenching something with an open or the closed fist, like nothing can come in. But once you release your fist and now you have an open hand, that is when you can attract more. Uh, so with the weight loss, you know, the more you're trying to hold on to it, the more difficult it's going to be. And if you can just, again, release, focus on the process, focus on feeling good, then I think your body can kind of let go. So we had that conversation and two days later, she had dropped like two pounds. <laughs> yeah, it's such, that is such a good point. And actually, uh, I don't know if you guys use this strategy with your clients, but this is something that like works wonders with mine, which is like, all right, they, they know that they want to lose weight. Uh, so we like set the goal, we set the intention, we get their calories, their movement, all the plans. And then we distract the shit out of them from the goal. Like we're doing all the things to get you to the goal, but we're distracting you from the goal. So like, we're going to focus on everything but weight loss, but we're going to do the things that are going to get you weight loss. We're just going to distract you from weight loss. So whether that's like you were talking about Marcy, like adding things into your life or like being more uh, present in your relationship or being like a badass at work or whatever, getting strong in the gym, just like don't think about anything else but weight loss. And it's crazy because that's what going to happens when you're, when you let go of the attachment to the thing uh, mm -hmm. is, is truly when it happens because you distract yourself at how long it takes to freaking get there. It takes a long time to change. Mm -hmm. It does. Yeah. That's what I do with my clients. We don't like weight loss. Weight loss is not the focus. 
um, because, and I, I don't get my clients to weigh because I find it just the numbers just, they detract, detach them from actually feeling what their body is, you know, doing and how it's feeling on a day to day basis. So my kind of personal approach is not to, is not to focus on the numbers or the, um, or the weight loss goal at all, just on the process and the day to day, you know, running of things. Mm -hmm. I resonate with that. Yeah. No, this has been so, so helpful. I would like to go around uh, maybe one last time and just do like last little nugget of wisdom for shifting into that space of present happiness um, and not sacrificing your current happiness for the future goal. Uh, Kim, let's, let's start with you. Um, I think it takes some trust um, because it feels off to not be so focused on the future goal. Um, but to kind of trust that if you focus on the process and what you need to do today and enjoying it, that you will eventually get there. And that can be hard, kind of feels like stepping into the darkness. Um, having uh, experiences under your belt where it actually works will help you. But the first time you do that and you're like, okay, I'm really going to stop fixating on the goal and I'm going to focus on the process. And then you see like, oh, like I still achieved that thing and I felt good along the way that will be evidence to you that that works and then you can do it again in other areas. So trust uh, and take that first step. Yeah, I love that. Thank you, Kim. Uh, Marcy. I would say celebrate your wins at the end of the day. So take the time, similar to what you would do with gratitude in the morning, at the end of the day, write down three things that went well for you. That's something I've been adding to my coaching lately. I have all my clients fill out a data tracking sheet so I can see what's going on, how much sleep are they getting, how many steps, like what is their stress level, all of that. And I recently added a column of three daily wins so that they can look back on the day and reflect on what did I do well? And it doesn't even have to be, oh, I hit my steps. It could just be, you know, I... I went somewhere with my kid and I was undistracted, you know, something like that. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, just choosing to focus on the good stuff in their life that is going well as they work towards the end thing. Yeah. I love that. And I think a part of that too is not only the win, but how they got the win so that mm-hmm. they can replicate it again. Cause like, mm-hmm. that's a missing piece for a lot of people is like they acknowledge themselves, but they don't know actually like how they did it. But like when you can get them to understand how they did the win, then they can duplicate the win. And it's mm-hmm. not just like this random one-off instance of like, oh, look what I did this random time. It's like, no, you can do that again. We're just yeah. gonna know what you did. So um, yeah, that's, that's just like a second part to that. That's awesome. Thank you, Marcy. Uh, Sarah. Um, so I would say remain open and curious with yourself and question when you feel that kind of, um, urgency or panic around, for example, not focusing on the long-term goal or like, oh my God, I need to do this now. I need to speed things up. Just sit and reflect for a minute about, you know, what is actually going on here? What is it that you are really needing right then is it that you need to feel happy is it that you need to feel you know worthy and you know when you have those answers just remind yourself that you can you have permission to feel all of those things 
right now. So just don't let the urgency uh, mindset or the urgency voice come in and start trying to lead you astray and tell you that, you know, you can't, you just can't feel any of these things right now because you totally can, but it takes a bit of mind management on your behalf to switch from what you've been used to into a new place. Mm. Yeah, that's so beautiful. I think I'll end with the question of what's the rush? Just like write that in your journal um, and then creating a power mantra around this, uh, like a short little ping that you can say throughout the day. I do this right before I'm about to eat so that I don't plow through my meal or like eat super fast. Um, so like, I think for me, I say like, I am slow. I'm slow. I'm slow. And it really like after a while it does kick in. Um, or I think one of my clients, hers is like, slow down. What do you need? And it's really good because often it's like, we don't, it, it just requires you to dig a little bit deeper and ask yourself what it is that you're actually trying to rush through and why you're trying to rush. So yeah, I, I actually have that. I started doing that uh, maybe a month ago and mine is process over outcome. Mm. So I yeah. write that every day in my little to-do list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. It's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you guys, you can choose to be happy right now and that's it. Uh, and then the, the body that you get is a bonus and the health that you receive is a bonus and all the extra money in your bank account is a bonus and the business that you're building is a bonus. Uh, it does not mean that you are not worthy. It's just means you're on your way to becoming, you know? Um, so we love you guys. Thank you so much for sharing all of your insights. And if you found this valuable, please hit us up on Instagram, reach out to us. We're here for you. We love you. And we will catch you on the next episode. Bye ladies. Bye. Bye. All right, that wraps up another episode of the Decades of Strength podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. We know that life is crazy and time is precious, and we really do appreciate you spending your time with us. If you love this podcast, please subscribe, review, and rate it on iTunes. Tag us in your stories on Instagram. Send this to your friends. Please, please, please just tell everyone about it. We are determined to have the biggest and the most inclusive community of women sitting at the picnic table together. We love you, we appreciate you, and we can't wait to hear what you think of this week's episode. Four women, one mission. We are the Decades of Strength. Sam, Marcy, Sarah, and Kim. Catch you right back here for our next episode.